our workforce studio. People see other people overcoming challenges and it gives them inspiration and it gives them encouragement, which then drives them to, to really do better work. VR Workforce Studio, podcasting the sparks that ignite vocational rehabilitation through the inspiring stories of people with disabilities who have gone to work. Working in a field that I understand. As well as the professionals who have helped them. A job and a career. You got to look at how life-changing this is. And the businesses who have filled their talent pipelines with workers that happen to have disabilities. To help expand registered apprenticeship. These are their stories. Because there's such a great story to tell about people with disabilities. Now, here are the hosts of the VR Workforce Studio, Rick Sizemore and Betsy Civilette. Welcome to episode 109, Soaring to Success, how people with disabilities are taking to the skies as drone pilots. We'll talk with Rob Corbett and hear how vocational rehabilitation has helped him transition into a phenomenal career in the drone industry. Yes, that's a hot industry, drones. And we have a special feature presentation on the 2022 Virginia Ability Forum scheduled for October 6th in Richmond. And one of their board members, Sean Smith, joins us to talk about this year's forum, which includes their incredible keynote speaker and performer, George Dennehy. Absolutely. We love George. We love George. Betsy, we start the show today with some amazing news from the National Rehabilitation Association with an announcement from Kim Nortz, who's the chair of this year's NRA Awards Committee. Kim alerted us that the VR Workforce Studio has been selected as this year's winner of the Excellence in Media Award. Woohoo! That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. To us, well, we are simply thrilled and delighted. Absolutely. First of all, thank Bonnie Hen for the nomination, as well as all of our partners in podcasting that make these shows possible. And especially all those folks who supported the nomination. We love doing this show and we truly appreciate each and every single listener. So mm-hmm. thank you again to the NRA for this acknowledgement. Absolutely. And our listeners may remember meeting Rob Corbett from podcast episode 90. We heard about Rob's launching an exciting career with the Department of Defense after serving in the Air Force when a snowboarding accident curtailed this career and caused a severe spinal cord injury. But now Rick um, joins Rob to talk about some wonderful new developments in his career path. So over the past few years, Rob has evolved as a highly skilled drone pilot. He not only flies drones, but teaches people all over the world the ins and outs, or should we say the ups and downs of the (laughs) drone industry. So excuse me if I'm droning on about Rob. Oh, thank you, Betsy. Well, we're delighted to welcome you, Rob. Absolutely, Rick. I'm uh, happy to be here and, and happy to be back. Uh, I just recently started working with a company out of San Francisco called Drone Deploy. And Drone Deploy is the industry leader in reality capture for uh, ground and aerial robotics. So what that means is uh, our software can create 3D models, uh, 2D models, survey areas. We uh, We work in Many industries such as uh, agriculture, uh, construction, mining, oil and gas, uh, you name it, it, the full gambit of of kind of uh, big power player industries. And what we do is leverage uh, data collected from drones and ground robotics to help these businesses grow, help these these farmers 
with their operations, help uh, sustain, you know, these, these industries. And uh, it's been really rewarding. Every day I work with someone from a different industry. Uh, and a lot of what I do is work directly with the customer to help set up their operations, um, provide any uh, insight I can as a drone pilot, and to see how to maximize their ability to gather that data on site. Uh, and, and I can do this 100% remotely, and, and it's been a game changer for my career and, and being in, uh, you know, back in the workplace full time and, and really contributing. And I'm doing something I love every day. So it's, it's been really rewarding. And let's just get to the point here. You, you use a wheelchair. And so this remote work that might be done by a person with a disability you could be at in your home in Virginia and fly a drone or pilot a drone in another state to accomplish this work. So the the legislation is getting there. It, it is getting to the point um, right now. There's a lot of talk with um, regulation and policy on beyond visual line of sight and drone operations, and eventually we will get to that point uh, to where. <laughs> Essentially, someone can have a, a, a base station or pr- be able to operate a base station from their home and control a drone across the United States. Um, you know, right now it's it's in that legislation policy development. Uh, Dominion Energy just actually uh, got one of the first approvals um, to conduct beyond visual line of sight uh, operations. So. As we're seeing the, the industry grow uh, and we see the policy change, and, and it's all very positive. And, it, and it's really opening up, in my opinion, it's going to open up a lot of doors for, for anyone, any individual with a disability to be able to work remotely. And like you said, be able to go out and conduct a site survey with a drone from a remote location. And that's something that we've really lobbied for within uh, policy and FAA and a lot of the the big players that make these decisions um, is the advocacy of what are the medical requirements and, you know, where where is the inclusion for drone operations, for drone piloting, and how can we expand that? And, and how can we preserve that for individuals with disabilities to have a sustainable vocation within the industry. That's so amazing. The Virginia, the 2022 Virginia Ability Forum is going on in October this year. And one of the one of the goals of that conference is to look at how people like yourself are being trailblazers, how they are impacting an industry from disability. What again, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but what do you hope to accomplish? for people with disabilities who want to work in the drone industry? My main uh, goal, you know, since I set out on this journey uh, and in working with establishing uh, inclusion within the space and, and looking at disability as a whole and what's, what's available for drone piloting, you know, my goal was just to create representation and, and reach out and, you know, be a mentor or a, or a helper to anyone within the space, regardless of who they are or what their disability is or whatever hurdles they got to go to get over. 
my goal is to create some type of representation that says, if he can do it, then I can do it as well. And that's really just been something that I've tried to just set an example and, and open doors for others as I go. And part of me jumping into the industry and working in the industry directly was to create that representation and to say that, you know, individuals with disabilities, full-time wheelchair users, quadriplegics, whatever it may be, can, can work in these industries and thrive in these industries. And I think just by leading by example and trying to uh, show others that, that these things are possible, I, that has really been my main goal. That's amazing. And, and you've stepped forward. You've had that impact. Have you encountered, met, run into, engaged other drone pilots or people within the industry that have a disability? Absolutely. And, and that's been the most rewarding part is, I, you know, I've worked with a nonprofit organization called Drone Forward Inc. for the last two years. And we established an initiative at the end of 2021 where we wanted to look at what were the testing requirements to become a drone pilot through the FAA and to get a licensure. And we wanted to look at that testing process to see if we could incorporate any type of reasonable accommodations to become a drone pilot in taking the test. So we worked really close with the FAA um, and a few other organizations and worked with the the FAA's college training initiative and and really looked at the curriculum and looked at the testing. And in doing that, we found people reaching out saying, you know, I have a disability and I've tried to take the part 107 test before and I've just missed it because, you know, I get accommodations through the university I attend or the, I've had accommodations for other types of testing, but there's never really any accommodations for, Part 107 testing. So we took this and ran with it. And the FAA was extremely receptive. And we were successful by the beginning, kind of January, February of 2022. Um, now anyone who wants to become a drone pilot and take the Part 107 test at their local FAA testing facility can request reasonable accommodations for testing. And, and this has opened up a, a lot of doors for a ton of people. Um, yeah, we had one individual in particular worked in the industry for six years, I think, at the time, and never could obtain a, a Part 107 drone pilot's license. But they had developed and worked alongside developing technology for years. Uh, graduated from a very well-known university under use, utilizing accommodations for their disability. Um, and finally, they reached out and said, hey, I've missed passing this test numerous times. You know, if there was just an accommodation, like more time, I, I, or I could have the test read out loud, or I could have a private room that I'm testing in, um, this would help me immensely. And now this person has went on, passed the Part 107 test, and they're now a certified drone pilot, which helps them boost their career. Their and income, we, their we their own Any, their own ability to make it in the world on their own their independence it's amazing exactly and i mean 
I, I have plenty of examples and I could probably, you know, spend every day uh, talking about these amazing people, but it is, it's opened up a lot of doors. Give us your um, favorite, because, your favorite example. Probably I have a developing favorite right now. Um, I've been working with a, a young individual um, who lives in Arizona. He is a full-time uh, wheelchair user. And he is an aviation fanatic and <laughs> he, um, he and I have been going over some different career paths. He's about to graduate high school and he wants to pursue a, a career in, in drones and he wants to be inside the industry and, and be a player in the drone industry. So, um, I've been working with him with his, uh, he's, he's now doing his senior project and, uh, getting ready to go into the workforce here in a few months. And, and we've just been working on uh, different ways to different resources, different certifications he can get um, to really set himself up for success in the, the next stages of his life. Uh, and, and it's been really unique and fun for me because I've worked with a lot of individuals with disabilities. It's very rare that I do get to work with someone who's also a full-time wheelchair user. So um you know, his, his teachers reached out to me, uh, last year and, and we've been in contact and, and been working on some stuff. So, uh, I have more, more to come on that, That's but, amazing. uh, we, we've set up some internships and things within the industry for him to, to be working. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's a developing one that's, that's, they're all really special. And, uh, you know, I've worked with people uh, around the globe. I've worked with people in uh, South Africa, Germany, uh, and really just been trying to advocate for individuals with disabilities in, in the drone space. And actually the, the team I worked with in South Africa, um, they're, they're now conducting a full blown study, um, with individuals, um, with various disabilities within South Africa to see how they can cater their drone piloting credentials and licensure to include more people. In, in their operations. So I just, it's every day. I, I'm just, it's, it's so great to just see the industry be so receptive and, and people wanting to, you know, share knowledge. I, I think it's just an amazing thing. You are an incredible spokesperson and advocate and a source of inspiration for so many. You went through that traumatic life-changing event and you've moved along a career pathway you've had to sustain your motivation your drive your self-development your your improvement what, what have you learned from voc rehab and, and what is your personal message to someone maybe coming just out of that traumatic life-changing experience about the potential that life holds and particularly if they have an interest in being a drone pilot. I think the biggest thing is, um, you know, staying, staying persistent in, in what you want to do and looking at things from different angles, right? Because when you go through these changes and these drastic changes and you're having to relearn uh, your way of life and, and how to do different things, um, it takes a little bit to understand that we don't have to necessarily look at everything straightforward. We need to look at things from a different perspective. Um, 
and 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 really just test yourself and say if there's a will there's a way i, I never thought i would be um in the position i am and, and being able to fly drones the way i am with limited hand mobility uh and my disability but i just i was very adamant on just trying it and just seeing and, and don't be don't let the small setbacks of the failures prevent you from moving forward. So I say just be persistent in what you're doing. If you're passionate about something, um, you'll find a way to do it. And just, you know, put yourself out there uh, and and keep moving forward. Because at the end of the day, uh, you just got to stand up for yourself and, and just keep going, keep going uh, until something happens. Rob Corbett is a drone pilot, a consultant, and advisor in the disability community. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. An incredible spokesperson for Voc Rehab and our disability community. We appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, no, absolutely, Rick. Thank you so much. The 2022 Virginia Ability Forum is coming up in October, this year's forum. Imagine the possibilities, and that's with a capital A in abilities, in a changeable world. is focusing on an investment in the future for people with disabilities with a gathering of business and community leaders who recognize the vital role people with disabilities play in redefining the environments in which they work and play. Among other featured guests at this year's forum, George Dennehy, rock star known to our audience, uh, will tell his story of determination and how every individual has a purpose and the ability to change the world around them. George joins us along with a Virginia Ability Board member, Sean Smith. Welcome to the podcast, George and Sean. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Rick. George, we'll get started with you. You're just coming off the launch of a great new music video, Work Makes the World Go Round. Congratulations on the success of that. You have captured the attention of a national audience with your message of ability. Tell us what you have in store for those fortunate enough to attend the Ability Forum this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm so excited to be a part of this uh, Ability Forum this year and and play uh, Work Makes the World Go Round as, as one of my songs that I'll share with everybody there. And yeah, I, I think just the, the central message that uh, everybody has something to offer uh, wherever they are in, in life and in their workplace, uh, including people with disabilities and uh yeah, everyone can change the world around them and inspire the world around them, despite their challenges and uh, even by overcoming those challenges. And uh, sometimes all it takes is uh, a helping hand or two, in my case, <laughs> or uh, sometimes it takes uh, just thinking outside the box uh, to, to help those reach their full potential, uh, which, you know, Everyone is able to to, to reach. Uh, sometimes it just takes that 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 uh, push and that uh, just b- belief in in themselves. Yeah. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, let me clarify. George refers to himself as an armless guitarist, 
He does uh, play the guitar with his feet. And so he has an amazing story, which you'll want to check out at the Ability Forum or here on the podcast. Just visit VR Workforce Studio, check out our library, and look for George Dennehy. But we're very excited for you, George. I know people have this unique connection with you because of your message and, and the way you deliver it. So they're in for a treat, and we're excited for you. I'm, I'm excited, too. And it, it's it's really an honor for me to, to be able to, sh- to share and and hopefully uh, inspire, equip, and, and really, most importantly, challenge the, the attendees to to not hold back when, when they're when they're looking into how to uh, advocate and accommodate uh, their, their employees with, with with differences. Yeah, we'll get back with you in just a minute, Sean. This year's forum hopes to help people better understand how changes can be made in the environments in which they work and play. And tell us more about some of the speakers and what's planned to help accomplish that worthy goal this year. So, yeah, of course, we have George coming in. We, we are very excited about both his, his story and his message. Uh, and we feel like, you know, having seen him uh, deliver that message in many places, uh, that he's definitely going to be a great voice. We have a couple other speakers we haven't confirmed yet that are lining up, but definitely with the same message of, Helping people to realize that, you know, our, our objective here is not to change people, but really to change our environment. We have such great technology nowadays that we have the ability to give everyone an opportunity to do great things. And the only thing stopping them is, like you said earlier, our creativity and our ability to really think outside of the box and how we can adjust the world around us rather than try to adjust people with yeah. differences. Yeah. I want to get into this a little deeper. Sean, the forum uh, has been very clear, saying they hope to empower participants to change environments so they accommodate people living with impairments rather than changing people with impairments. Do you have some practical examples of that and and what's actually planned at the conference? Sure. So, you know, a practical example would be uh, simple things that we do nowadays with uh, sometimes assistive technology. Um Changing people's worlds could be as simple as changing the keyboard they use or, or changing the computer screen, even though, you know, the standard screen that we buy in a particular company is what everybody gets. But if someone needs one larger, bigger, different, then it's as simple as making that change for an individual so that they can work better in their environment uh, rather than saying, no, you don't have an opportunity here. And so stories like that are the stories that we want to bring out to spark some attention in people's minds so that they're thinking differently about the problem. And uh, understanding that the problem that we have is something that's fixable rather than looking at the person and discarding the person as not usable or or resourceful. It's an amazing perspective. I did see this massive list of people who will be involved. And certainly it looks like assistive technology will really be well represented by the by the attendees at this uh, at this year's event. So it's exciting. I mean, it's a wonderful time to be alive in terms of A.T., for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And again, the, the, the more people that are thinking creatively, which we have, you know, if you look at the reg, the technology that we have in the world today, we can do just about anything. And so, you know, why not use that to help people, you know, pursue their purpose and, and, and make their lives and the lives around them better? Yeah, absolutely. Well put. You know, we interviewed the president of the National Rehabilitation Association earlier this year, a fellow named Lou Adams. And one of his favorite phrases, uh, although the phrase has been around for quite some time in the disability community, is nothing about us without us. 
So it was exciting to see the forum promoting the idea of including people with disabilities and thinking, as you put it, practically about removing environmental barriers. You know, we're all headed or maybe just one fall away from disability, but at some point in our lives, we'll all experience disability. So the extent to which we can all work together toward universal design, meaning it's if it if it's good for a human, it's good for everyone. If it's good for a human with a disability, it's probably going to benefit everyone. You know, that really helps us all. How's the conference going to embrace universal design and the idea of including people with disabilities in how we move forward? Yeah. So again, the speakers that we're lining up are going to be individuals that have had great experience in dealing with um, this particular topic that we're talking about, meaning um, great experience in their own lives and sharing their own stories about how they've tackled problems when they when they found themselves in a situation where they have either had a difference or disability and had to work with individuals uh, in the mainstream who, you know, either were challenged by helping them figure out the problem or were very open to helping them figure out the problem and, and working together to make something that would uh, benefit everybody in, in the space so that they could accomplish the goals that they had, especially in the, in the workforce. Yeah. The forum this year is going to be at the uh, Cultural Arts Center in Henrico on October the 6th. Uh, the registration, uh, the format is from 4 p.m. till about 7 p.m. We'll do some registration. We will uh, have the speakers uh, and George, of course, there perform. And then afterwards, there's going to be a cocktail hour where we'll have some hors d'oeuvres where people can talk and share ideas uh, with all the guests as well as uh, some of the speakers as well. And so, again, that's uh, October the 6th. Uh, you can register online at virginiaability.org and find the registration there. Or you can find us on LinkedIn at Virginia Ability. Well, George Dennehy, uh, the armless guitarist, motivational speaker, and with this new video, Work Makes the World Go Round. Thanks for joining us. Sean Smith, board member with Virginia Ability. We appreciate you both being here and wish you the very, very best with uh, this year's 2022 Virginia Ability Forum. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks, Rick, for having us on and for the opportunity. Well, it's time for our National Clearinghouse Report with the always entertaining and informative Heather Service. Welcome, Heather. I have one resource to share with you today. It's called A Framework for Community Engagement, A Pathway to Competitive Integrated Employment. And this resource was developed in partnership with the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Special Education and Rehabilitative Services, the U.S. Department of Labor's Office of Disappointment Employment Policy, and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Community Living and Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So there were a lot of many important agencies that were involved in the development of this paper and resource. So what this resource does is it's really targeted towards policymakers and service providers and 
presents a, a federal vision and for community engagement. So this really looks at maximizing the coordination of services for individuals with disability and the importance of community engagement. So really check that out if you have some time, because um, we're really hoping that it'll help expand the opportunities for youth and individuals with disabilities to achieve competitive integrated employment. That's awesome. Uh, in October, Heather will be with us to talk about some important developments uh, at the Clearinghouse. Yeah, we've got a lot of new exciting things happening at the Clearinghouse. So I'll give you a little teaser uh, for our NCRTM users and fans. There is a new version of the NCRTM website that will be launching in October. So we'll be here with Rick talking to you a little bit about more. But to give you a little bit of a teaser, there's going to be a new web space that provides information to help people with disabilities learn about the VR program, to navigate education, training, and employment um, services and options, as well as to connect to support services. We're gonna be able to talk a lot more about our library of VR and employment related materials. We're going to talk a lot about the, the upcoming events and employment related trainings, and a lot of ways that we're going to be able to show new tutorials and tips and new resources that'll be featured on the website. And of course, you can always find the links that are provided on this podcast in the show notes at vrworkforcestudio.com. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Rick. Well, thank you. We're grateful to you, the listener, for getting involved in today's show. You know, if you or someone you know has a disability and wants to be in the workforce, vocational rehabilitation may just be what's needed to kickstart that career. You know, we have a new episode every month on your favorite podcast app, or you can always find us at vrworkforcestudio.com. Until next time, on behalf of my co-host, Betsy Civilette, I'm Rick Sizemore, inviting you to join us as we podcast the sparks that ignite vocational rehabilitation. The VR Workforce Studio podcast is owned and operated by Vocational Rehabilitation's Partners in Podcasting. Audio content for the podcast is provided to VR partners in podcasting by the Virginia Department for Aging and Rehabilitative Services in exchange for promotional considerations.